Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Today, we have a Studio 50 update you will not want to miss. But first, we are opening the Radio Vault, and through digital technology, we are bringing a unique type of program to you today. In addition to hosting this program and speaking around the world, Noah Hutchings was an accomplished author. One of his classic books is celebrating its 20th anniversary this year, God the Master Mathematician. God the Master Mathematician examines the complex mathematical design in Scripture to show that only a master mathematician could have directed this numerical construction. Today, we get a special look at this book through the eyes of its author, Noah Hutchings. So let's join James Collins and Noah Hutchings as they discuss... God, the Master Mathematician. I want you to listen to a voice and see if you recognize it. God is still on the throne and prayer changes things. This is Brother Hutchings inviting the listeners to these stations to another Watchman on the Wall program of Southwest Radio Church Ministries. That was the unmistakable voice of Noah Hutchings with his signature opening to this program. Noah served in this ministry from 1951 to 2015. That's 64 years. For 64 years, Noah Hutchings poured his life into this ministry, and he left an enduring legacy. One of the ways that Noah's legacy continues is through his writings. Recently, Beacon Street Press republished a book that Noah wrote in 2002. The book is called God, the Master Mathematician. Twenty years after the first printing of the book, God, the Master Mathematician is still relevant and up-to-date. The book is a study of numbers in the Bible. Back when God, the Master Mathematician was originally published, Noah was asked why a book like this was needed, and here's what he had to say. Well, I think in these days of apostasy and growing spiritual coldness that we need something to reaffirm our faith in the Bible as God's inspired, infallible Word. And the Bible is the most numerically constructed book in the world. Now, you go back to the early church fathers. Now, Justin Martyr in 160 A.D., Irenaeus 180 A.D., Clement of Alexander 195 A.D., Tertullian 210 A.D., Cyprian 250 A.D., Methodius 290 A.D., from 70 A.D. to 300 A.D., these and many other church ministers and theologians wrote of the complex mathematical design in Scripture that proved only a master mathematician could have directed this numerical construction. And the fact that 66 books of the Bible, written over a period of 1,600 years by 40 or more writers, most not having preceding or succeeding books of the Bible, yet continuing the amazing mathematical patterns, proves that a master mathematician was in charge. Noah went on to say that he believed God the master mathematician had a broad appeal. While some books on this subject drown the reader with dry statistics, 
I believe we have written one that is easy to understand, one that will increase the Christian faith in the Bible as the Word of God, and prove to the unsaved that the master mathematician who inspired the Scriptures is the same Lord Jesus who is able to save to the uttermost all who come to him by faith. You are listening to a special edition of The Watchman on the Wall, spotlighting the re-release of Noah Hutchings' great book, God the Master Mathematician. Twenty years ago, when the first edition of God the Master Mathematician was released, people said wonderful things about the book. Here again is Noah Hutchings with more on that subject. Now, the comments I've gotten so far about this book, it goes something like this. This was the first book on biblical numerics that she ever really understood. She said she was going to order extra copies for her church. Everyone who has seen it say they're going to order extra copies because it is also an excellent Bible study, but also is a good book for personal evangelism. And I know in going down to Florida, not long ago I was proofreading the copy. A dear lady was sitting next to me and she wouldn't know what I was doing. I told her, she said, well, could I read along with you? So I'd read a page, a proof page, give it to her. And time we got to her destination, she'd read about half the book. And she took down my address as I am going to order copies for everyone in my church. In his book, God the Master Mathematician, Noah Hutchings wrote that basic mathematics have been around since the beginning. Listen now as Noah takes us back to the beginning as recorded in Genesis chapter 1. The base of all absolute mathematics is the fact that 1 plus 1 equals 2. From the very beginning in Genesis, we read that on the first day of creation that God spoke and there was light. On the next day of creation, God spoke and the firmament or our atmosphere appeared. And we read in Genesis 1.8, and God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day or day number 2. Genesis plainly informs us that 1 plus 1 equals 2. On the next day, God made the dry land, the plant life appear, and here we are told that 2 plus 1 equals 3. That is on the third day, or day number 3. In Genesis, we discover division. God divided the waters above the firmament and below the firmament. And then God divided Adam into two parts, and from one came two. And there were two trees, and later on, after Adam and Eve ate from the tree of knowledge, they were not allowed to eat from the tree of life. So they were forbidden to one tree, that only left one tree. So here we have subtraction. Then we're told that Adam and Eve were to multiply upon the face of the earth. Therefore, we have the basis of all mathematics. Addition, subtraction, division, and multiplication right here in the first couple of chapters of Genesis. And through the chronology of mankind in Genesis, we see the development of the numerical system to nearly 1,000. Methuselah lived to be 969 years of age before he died. 
And from the beginning of simple arithmetic in Genesis, we discover progressively the development of mathematics until Revelation, where there is revealed a complicated system of numerics involving patterns of sevens, tens, and other numbers. In Revelation 9:16, we find the number 200 million. The mathematical structure of our Bible proves beyond doubt that it was written by a master mathematician. It could not possibly have been written by mere human beings alone without added knowledge. There is a pattern of the number seven running through the Bible. For example, I have tried to count the sevens in the book of Revelation, and it is virtually impossible. Every time I try, I find more and more patterns of the number seven. When asked about the patterns of seven in Scripture, Here is what Noah Hutchings had to say. The early church fathers noticed the patterns of sevens from Genesis to Revelation as well as the pattern of other numbers. And Cyprian wrote the first seven days in the divine arrangement contains 7,000 years. Likewise, there are seven spirits and seven angels that stand before the face of God. And he went on to point out the miraculous patterns of sevens. Cyprian lived in 250 A.D. He was one of the early church fathers. And we could go ahead and quote others who lived between 70 A.D. and 300 A.D., leaders and theologians in the early church who also commented and did much work on the patterns of seven in the Bible. You are listening to a very special edition of The Watchman on the Wall, spotlighting the re-release of Noah Hutchings' book, God the Master Mathematician. Order your copy now by calling one 800 6521144 or you can always order online at swrc.com there are some amazing mathematical values hidden in the very words of the bible let's go back to the radio vault and listen as noah hutchings explains the mathematical values in genesis 1:1 Let us now consider the three important nouns in the first verse in the Bible, Genesis 1-1. And we could go on and do this throughout the Bible, and it would be the same thing, but let us just consider the first verse. The subject and dual predicate, God, heaven, and earth. The numeric value of these three words are 86, 395, and 296 in that order. When we add these three numbers, we get a total sum of exactly 777, or 111 times 7. If another word had been used or another value assigned to any letter in any of these three words, the mathematical pattern would have been broken. The numeric value of the Hebrew verb created in the first verse is exactly 203 or 29 times 7. Now, the numeric sum of the different Greek words used in the verses of Matthew 1 from verses 1 through 17, which give the genealogy of Jesus, is 42,364 or 6,052 times 7. Again, if another word had been used in these 17 verses, 
the pattern would have been broken. And we are just giving these as examples. You could go on and on all through the Bible and you'd have a book of 100,000 pages. But who would read a book of 100,000 pages and who could afford to buy one even if it were printed? We have also mentioned that the words in the account of Christ's birth in Matthew 1, 18 25 is exactly 77. But it is even more amazing that the numeric value of these 77 words is exactly 51,247 or 7,321 times 7. Again, if even one Greek letter had been different in any of these 77 words, the pattern would have been broken. And we mentioned that the the angel used 28 different words, 4 times 7, when speaking to Joseph. The sum total of the value of these 28 words is exactly 21,042, or 3,006 times 7. We also refer to chapter 2 of Matthew, which gives the account of Christ's childhood. The number of different words used is 161, or 23 times 7. And the numeric sum of these words is exactly 123,529 or 17,647 times 7. The man's name that appears more than any other in the Old Testament is David. His name is found in the Old Testament 763 times or 109 times 7. Moses' name occurs in the Bible 847 times or 121 times 7. And Jeremiah is mentioned 147 times in 7 Old Testament books or 21 times 7. And we could go on and on. We've tried just to present enough of these statistics in the Bible to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was one single authority, a master mathematician, who guided the writers of the 66 books in the Bible, who lived over 1,600 years, more than 40 writers, these writers not having the writings of other writers, at least most of them didn't, yet this amazing mathematical pattern and design continues right through the Bible all the way to the book of Revelation. In the book, God the Master Mathematician, Noah Hutchings shows how mathematics proves that the Bible is a supernatural book. Listen again as Noah shares his thoughts on the Bible. The Bible is different from all other books in the world, including the Koran, the so-called holy book of the Muslims, and the religious writs of the Hindus and Buddhists. The infallible numeric structure of the Bible proves that it is the only book written by an intellect superior to that of man. It is evident that the Bible is not the work of many minds, but the work of one mind. The design clearly proves that the whole Bible has but one author, and each book of both the Old and the New Testament was written by the same mind who planned everything before the foundation of the world. He is God the Creator, and the Creator is the Lord Jesus Christ, who said in the first chapter of Genesis, verse 3, let there be light, and there was light. In fact, every candid, logically-minded individual 
is compelled to admit to himself, if not openly, that the intelligence which planned and designed the Bible was superhuman, divine, the one designer was supernatural, the master designer, the master mathematician. The Bible proves itself in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. You are listening to a special edition of The Watchman on the Wall. We are celebrating the re-release of Noah Hutchings' groundbreaking book on numbers in the Bible, God the Master Mathematician. In the book, Noah wrote that the Bible is the most numerically structured book in the world. There is a numerical pattern from Genesis 1 to Revelation 22. This pattern continues through the books of the Old Testament, the four Gospels in the New Testament, into the first part of Acts where it becomes somewhat diffused or ambiguous, and there is a reason for this because as we get into Acts, there are no longer definitive numbers as there is in the Old Testament because we read about 120 or about 3,000 or about 5,000 or above 500. But then when we get into the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation is the most numerically structured book in the Bible. And the Bible as a whole is the most numerically structured book that has ever been written. In God the Master Mathematician, Noah Hutchings devoted a whole chapter to the importance of the number one. Let us consider the number one, the beginning of our numerical structure. And there is no dispute among Bible-believing scholars about the meaning of number one. It very plainly means unity or beginning. Now, number one, when God created Eve, he said that the man would leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh, Genesis 2:24. There is the union of man and woman in marriage as number one. And we read in Deuteronomy 6, 4, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thus we have the union of the divine nature. There are three in the Trinity, and we read in 1 John 5, 7, and these three are one. And number three, the union of the Lord Jesus Christ with his Father is seen in John chapter 10, verse 30, where Jesus said, I and my Father are one. And in Ephesians 4, Paul gives us the reason why born-again believers are to endeavor, quote, to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit and one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father. That is Ephesians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6. And in one man, Adam, are all condemned to death. In one man, Christ Jesus, all will live forever. Those who remain in the condemnation of the first Adam will die forever, eternally, 1 Corinthians 15. And one is the number of beginnings. 
the mathematicians begin counting from one. And anyone can count forever and never run out of numbers to count beginning with number one. And God knows and considers each person individually as one man or one woman. Jesus wept for one man, Lazarus. Christ died for each individual man or woman. We read in John 3.16, Whosoever believeth in him. Each person has to believe in Jesus Christ individually as one man or one woman. Each person as individuals, one man or one woman, will either be saved or lost. The saved will be rewarded individually. 1 Corinthians 3.8 Every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labors. The lost will be judged individually. Revelation 20.13 And they were judged every man. Thank God for number one. For without it, there would be no number two. There would never have been a first day, the first light, the first dawn, the first man, or the first and only Savior. The one mediator between God and man. Thanks for joining me on this special segment celebrating the re-release of Noah Hutchings' classic book, God the Master Mathematician. This is James Collins leaving you with the words that Noah Hutchings said thousands of times during his 64 years with this ministry. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. To get your own copy of today's unique program with James Collins and Noah Hutchings, simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Today in the Resource Center, we are featuring two excellent items. First, the 20th anniversary edition of Noah Hutchings' classic, God the Master Mathematician, and The Math of Christ by Stephen Bauer. Order both books today for a gift of $25 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order online, swrc.com. That's swrc. Thanks to your generous support of Studio 50, our recording studio upgrade project, we have an exciting update to share with you today. Here's our host, Larry Spargimino, James Collins, and Marvin McIlvaney with the exciting details. This past January, Southwest Radio Ministries launched a new campaign to update our recording studio. The studio where all the Watchmen on the Wall programs are recorded has needed new equipment for a number of years. So we launched the Studio 50 campaign to help raise funds for our new studio. Joining me to talk about Studio 50 is the host of the Watchmen on the Wall, Dr. Larry Spargimino. Pastor Larry, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Glad to be here with you guys. Also in the studio with me is the producer of The Watchman on the Wall, Marvin McIlvaney. Marvin, thanks for being here. Welcome to this side of the microphone. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the invitation. Well, I want to start with you, Marvin. You started with our ministry in 1992, and you've done an amazing job producing our program all these years. But the truth is, our studio has not had a major equipment upgrade since you came to work here 30 years ago, has it? No, it hasn't. When I first arrived on the scene, they were using quarter-inch magnetic tape on an old reel-to-reel. If you needed to make an edit, which was all the time, 
You had to scrub the tape, find the spot, mark it with a yellow grease pencil, and then cut out the offending part with a razor blade. Then you had to take the two ends and tape them back together. It was slow and tedious, believe me. Marvin, you and I have joked that some of our equipment was so old that it was actually from the pre-flood world, and it survived the flood by being on the ark with Noah. Now, that's just a joke, but the truth is, so much has changed in the past few years when it comes to audio recording, correct? Yes, Noah had to decide between our equipment and the unicorns, and you don't see any unicorns around anymore. It was so long ago that the Great Wall was just okay. Yes, James, everything these days is digital. A typical cell phone has more computing power than our studio does. We need a digital mixer, then we need some new microphones to plug into the mixer, then we need a new telephone interface so that telephone interviews will be clear and clean. We need new speakers to listen to the nice, new, clear, and clean sound. And we need a computer and recording software and cords and cables and a bunch of stuff. Well, let's bring Dr. Spargimino into the conversation. We're asking our listeners to do two things. First, we're coming to you to ask for prayer about this new endeavor. Dr. Spargimino, isn't it true that prayer is the key that unlocks heaven's storehouse? Yes, indeed. Prayer is a key, or the key, to be really specific about it. We see that in many scriptures. You know, James, the scripture invites us to come boldly to the throne of grace. Now, to come boldly means to come speaking freely and openly. When you're in the presence of a friend, you speak freely. You don't guard your speech. You're not worried about what you might say or what you might not say. You're not afraid that you might be misunderstood. So you open your mouth and your heart and tell God your needs. Yes, prayer is so important because we have such a wonderful God. And God says, ask me. I will show you great and mighty things. And indeed, we've seen that, haven't we? I mean, the way the Lord has sustained this ministry through our prayers, through our praying on a regular basis, prayer is the key to open the storehouse of heaven. Well, you mentioned the longevity of this ministry. In addition to prayer, we're asking people to consider donating to this special need. Now, with this new equipment, we'll be able to launch new programs that will reach more people than ever before. We receive cards, letters, emails, and phone calls almost every day from people all over the world who've been touched by our ministry over the years. Many people have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ through our outreach. So when you give to our Studio 50 project, you are actually making an investment in the kingdom of God. The total cost of this project is $50,000. This amount will cover all needed equipment, software, and installation. New microphones, new speakers, new audio mixers, and new computers with the very latest software. Would you prayerfully give to our Studio 50 project? You can designate your gift to this special project by mailing your donation to Southwest Radio Ministries, P.O. Box 76834. That's Southwest Radio Ministries, P.O. Box 76834, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, 73147. You can call to donate, 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can give online at swrc.com, or you can actually text STUDIO50, that's S-T-U-D-I-O 50, the number 50, to 41444. That's STUDIO50, text to 41444. With your help, 
SWRC can have the updated audio studio that we need. Thank you for praying, and thank you for supporting your Watchman on the Wall program. Today in the Resource Center, we are featuring two excellent books. First, the 20th anniversary edition of Noah Hutchings' classic, God the Master Mathematician, and The Math of Christ by Stephen Bauer. Order both books today for a gift of $25 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or order these books online, swrc.com. Tomorrow, Terry James will join the program to share the future events that will rock the world. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station or by subscribing to our daily Watchman on the Wall podcast. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.